Hello, ladies and gents. This is Jimmy Freeze, and you're listening to the newest and hottest podcast on the market. This show is to connect your ears to the mouths of some of the most inspiring and influential people I know. But enough about me. Let's talk you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here in the WHIP studio with your host, Jimmy Freeze. I'm sitting alongside the rapper, O.S. So, uh, so O.S., tell us a little bit about, I mean, let's start from the beginning here. You're from Boston. Yeah. Temple student. Yeah. Yeah, live in between, off of Diamond Street. Mm-hmm. Temple, um, how long you been rapping for, man? Um, well, I I started writing around eighth grade, just kind of just like writing, you know, like rhymes and poems, just like in my notebook. But yeah. yeah, just writing rhymes, and then I didn't really start wanting to make music and recording it and taking it serious until probably around junior of high school. Yeah, because um, I met my friend who's called his name is Clark D. He's a rapper too. He's from Boston, but um, he had the resources to like to record me, and, and uh, he had a little studio set up, so. Um, I started doing that, and then since then, you know, I've just slowly began getting my own equipment and taking it from there. So, yeah. What was the first song you actually released? Man, it was called Venomous Snakes. Uh, hey. It's kind of notorious among the people that know me. But, uh, all right. Yeah, I don't like it at all nowadays. It's really cringy when I listen. Oh, uh, do you? But yeah, because I, I don't li- you, as as much as you've grown, you think you've yeah, grown away I mean, from who you are. The, the, who you the, are. the flow is always there, but yeah, it was just it was just kind of. It was crazy. We'll be playing you a lot. You can freestyle for us a little bit too later if you don't mind. Um, But what what exactly would you describe your flow as? Well, um, it's definitely inspired by old school sounds because that's kind of what I started listening. When I really got into hip hop, um, that's really what I was listening to. So I don't. I like fast flows because I like thinking kind of my voice is part of like the rhythm of like an instrument of the song rather than just like rapping over it. Okay. So like I like to kind of. Blend it in, sort yeah, of. Yeah, try to fit like my like my rhymes and my the flows into the beat pocket of the beat, so it just kind of like slaps even harder, you know. So you talk old school, mm-hmm. uh, top three old old school influences. Oh man, um, probably Eminem's got to be up there just because he was a he. The Slim Shady LP was the first album I really listened to a little bit front to back. You know what you do in your music? You dictate, which I think is so key. And I, I, I it's, it's weird to say because it's a different genre, but atmosphere. You ever heard atmosphere? They dictate their, their oh, yeah, yeah. what oh, they say. Yeah, you know what they say? Yeah. No, yeah. Pronunciate. I, I, I love that. That's what I'm what I meant up, to yeah. say. Pronunciate, not dictate. Yeah, yeah. But they, they, they take through pronunciation. Uh-huh. But you, you finish off each word crisply mm-hmm. with a nice whatever letter it is sounding yeah, it, it's just yeah. very satisfying to hear that's definitely an important thing to do because um you can say whatever you want but if people can understand what you're saying then um there's no point but yeah um eminem is definitely up there but uh mf doom also he's not so much back in the day when i first started rapping but as of recently ca- past couple years he's really had an influence on me um just because of his unique way of storytelling i find it really inspiring um I don't know where I put my third man. It could be so many people. Yeah, I mean, so many. But 
Do you like to listen to your own music? I do sometimes. I mean, when I first record something, even if it's just like a raw take, I'll listen to it over and over. Yeah. Because like, I want to- Before you release it. Before, yeah, of course, of course. But Um, after releasing. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Not, not, it depends. I mean, I don't like to do it a lot because- they get, they get, then I get in my own head and I, yeah, like, it's like I started noticing every little detail right. but um you know and I go back I'll kind of fix that but I don't know my favorite project probably the one I released most recently um about a few months back it was called Road Trip Road and Trip. um yeah it was just your album yeah it was an album. Spotify H- H- album, Spotify uh, iTunes all that but um yeah man it was just each track was kind of I wrote it in a different moment in my life and when I, I came up with the name Road Trip when I was actually in South Africa with my family this past summer and we were doing a lot of driving around and I was just like from place to place. So I kind of connected that with the fact that each song was kind of a different vibe, a different kind of style. True. So shows your journey. Yeah. And the, exactly. and the impact of the journey yeah. over the destination. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty cool. So how, how is promoting for you? Because the music music industry has got to be killer uh-huh. um, with, with how to get your foot in the door. But then you see guys on SoundCloud and YouTube and who, who make their way right up mm-hmm. in the rankings. Um, how what's the first step you took besides making your profiles like what was you know do you send out a tweet or how do you get yourself it, it, it's going? tough man I, it's, it's, i'll be honest it's really tough i mean when i first started making music i had i had no idea that you know promoting was a big part of it you know i know i would have to do it but that wasn't that was in the way back of my mind i just wanted to make music but you know now that i've done it a little while now um yeah it's just, you, it's all about tastemakers i feel like because mm-hmm. if one person says you have to people have to find your music naturally rather than you know, there's a limit how much you can just spam people with your things, but you should also do that too to an extent because if you can't, if no one hears it, then it's no point in you releasing it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's all about just getting your name out there. Like you said, like it all it takes is one song, or one you know snippet or something to someone to see and then tweet about it or whatever. Um, now, how about yeah. beats wise? Your boys, uh-huh. you get a lot of beats from your friends. Do you make any yourself? Um, well, I don't. I'm I. When I first started, I was just YouTube beats, stuff, stuff I could find, because I didn't really know too many people that made beats, but as I kind of... Um, it adds such a different component to it. If you're making your yeah, own beat no, of course, and your of course. lyrics... Yeah, I don't quite make my own beats yet, right. because I'm, learning, I'm still learning how to do that effectively. Right. Um, but, um, you got to perfect but, one asset of the Yeah, game. yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, I have a lot of friends back home that make beats. I've, I constantly meet people that like you know produce and that... If I like their stuff, I'll give it a try. See if I can fit in my bars or whatever. But how does yeah. that work with courtesy wise? Um, it depends. It depends how well I know the producer. Just because, okay. like, if, I, if like you know, uh, uh, half my songs on Road Trip or about half was produced by my boy Sammy. He's back in Boston. He's a real mm-hmm. talented kid. He's like a junior in high school, but he's absolutely just rips it. Like it's crazy. So he, what's he, his name again? Sammy. Uh, his, his, his producer name is the homie Sammy. You can find Sammy, him. Okay. Yeah. But um, does he have music that we could check out on? Yeah, anywhere? yeah. It's spelled a little weird. It's it's like T H E H M I Y S M Y. Okay. But yeah, he's a real dope kid. We'll, but we'll tweet him out after. Yeah. The show. But um, that. yeah. For for like for him, for example, I wouldn't really have to like, give courtesy in terms of like all the legal stuff, just because I know him and gotcha. we're on the same page. But if it was some beat I found on YouTube and hit the producer and bought it or something, then I would have to kind of go into the. When I uh, when I upload SoundCloud, it's all right. Just put like the you just write produced by whomever. But mm-hmm. like all the like, the distributors, like Spotify, all that, you kind of have to go in the when you upload, you just have to credit them. So it's not okay. too much of a bad process, but it can be difficult. Right. And you do a lot of live performances too. How yeah. how much of an you can only, you only there's only so much time in the day. You know, you got school. You mm-hmm. got you got to take care. You got to watch the Red Sox and the Celtics. Yeah, I would say watch them lose but i can't even joke about that because they <laughs> just broke the bucks win streak and uh-huh. the Sox are the best team in baseball so how much time do you put into finding live performance 
opportunities and then time into producing your music and recording yourself yeah i mean in terms of the in terms of the live opportunities go i've only really started to pursue them you know somewhat heavily as a recent simply because you know i was just nervous i was just like it was, it's stressful going up there i mean i i played sax as a kid and like that was that was a little stressful just because um you know so up in front of people but i know at first like something about rapping just kind of was hard for me to get up there just because it's so it's more of a personal thing I feel because yeah. you're really just you're saying words rather than notes. But yeah. you know I found I found that to, I turned that kind of into a positive just because I, f- I think it's beautiful that you can just kind of go up there and like tell your story in a way that rap allows me to do. Love that. Yeah. Any so old old time rock that's or I'm sorry old time rap that's what you go for with your fast flow. Any kind of other genres that have had an influence on you? Yeah, for sure. Um, like I said before, before I got into hip hop heavily, I played the sax. I was into jazz a lot, and I think the imp- oh, you played the sax. I did play the sax. Oh, yeah. I, I, that that flew over the wayside. Oh, no, yeah, how about, about that? Yeah. How, I, how long did you play the sax for? Um, I started in third grade, and I played all through up through high school. I haven't played. I haven't um, played that recently, just okay. because. Uh, again, um, time. It's, it, time, but it's honestly, I honestly have no excuse. I just have to get back into it. But um, I just feel so so focused on rapping and that. But yeah, you improvise in jazz like you do in, in hip hop a lot. And so, people love that. And people love that it's, because it's spontaneous. It's like the funky it's jam like, kind of thing. Yeah, you don't have to no preparation, you know. But um, yeah, I love reggae as well. I lived into some like light classic rock here and there. But um, yeah, I like I just like this. I like blues, kind of jazzy type soulful music for the most yeah, part. Definitely, when since you're you are the music, you provide the music for me for the intro and the outro to the show. I was looking for that kind of nostal- nostalgic jazz type feel just to bring in bring your mood Mm -hmm. to a nice crisp level uh with your coffee next to you and maybe a bag (laughs) of smart food something like that all right os thank you so much for coming on for the third episode of let's talk you of course and uh what, what do you think is the just the biggest thing you've learned as a rapper just you know of course you didn't make this big you, know, you didn't wake up one day and you said, okay, now I'm a rapper. But you've, you've acquired who you are, become the character in a way like MF Doom likes to portray that you have become. You've, you've become your guy. You have your flow. You are who you are. What's the biggest thing you've learned, man? Honestly, I think you got to be authentic with yourself. I think rap as a genre, more than any other musical genre, um, forces you to be authentic because, you know, like bands can do covers of songs and have their own twist on it or sing it in a you know, slightly different way, but like, you, you can't, you never see like rap, like rappers do covers. You think that's not a thing, you know, it's like you have to be authentic yourself. So I feel like that hip hop kind of helps me do that in a way that um, for me, at least nothing else really can. Awesome. Thank you very much, OS. Appreciate no it, man. And uh, listeners are going to get a nice little taste of your freestyle skills Let's right now. Um, we'll be releasing a couple other things, other ways to listen to your music on Spotify and different platforms like that but for now appreciate it very much os ladies and gentlemen that has been let's talk you coming from the whip radio station this is jimmy freeze saying good night and god bless yeah uh Huh. OS come with that exclusive freestyle Jimbo Radio, radio Podcast. <laughs> hey yo. 
up against the wall That's how it often feel 101 ways to be evil I'm Cruella DeVille Watch my life spill Like the blood of the children Whose passion saps the wisdom And don't know what the hell They be living for Lieutenant, I'm meant for more Weapons that's ready for war To defeat demons Dreaming of teaming up To feed my corpse For after we dead There is no more The state before we born We return to while they mourn I sit and scorn These so-called rap cats Cream for snacks and rat traps Give me that cash back Man, y'all been whack And there's no redeeming it Y'all is about as hard as beans from even Stevens is Oh, what do you know? A West known to lay low like Limbo Chillin' with my main man Jimbo He allowed me to come on and straight grab the mic But let me tell you a little story about my life, yo I used to play baseball, silhouette of a scrawny figure Out on the diamond, outside my glove I poked a finger At my best teammates who only thought they had the open blisters Buying out the vines at the local vineyards One day my coach was like, you good? I said, I'm hopeful, mister But to be honest, I'm hella drained like I'm the only pitcher I really love sitting here watching you grow out your whiskers But I've been on this bench so long that by now it's mostly timber See, I've been working my ass off And it ain't got me nowhere like doing with his mask off Drop the mic, jump the set, feeling free with my hat taught Wishing I could let him hear the gat cough Ay, ay, let him hear the gat cough Hats off to Jimbo, yeah, and that's all There it is <laughs>